What does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful you're here. Thank you so much for joining on this incredible day. And I'm gonna tell you why it's incredible. I don't care who you are, this is an incredible day. You know why? Because you have the ability to help someone else today. The sun rose today. You are watching me on a technological device, whether it's your smartphone or your computer, which puts you in one of the top percentages in terms of prosperity and wealth in the world. So no matter where you are watching me, you should be grateful for what you have, but don't ever let that gratitude turn into guilt and stagnation in which you say, well, I should just be happy for what I have and I feel guilty about wanting more. It is your duty to want more. And when I say more, I don't just mean money for money's sake. I mean wanting more freedom and fulfillment because when you have more freedom and fulfillment and yes, prosperity, that allows you to help other people. I got news for you, churches, hospitals, whatever it is, they're not built on their own. They're built with money by prosperous people, by prosperous nations. So don't feel guilty about wanting more. Don't feel guilty about being prosperous every day. Yes, have a sense of gratitude. We're going to talk more about gratitude today, but don't substitute guilt and stagnation for gratitude. And I know so many people do that. That's not true gratitude. So again, I do want to thank you for joining us. If you're just jumping in now, I know it takes a few minutes for people to see this in their feed and come in. Whether this is your first time watching or your 51st time watching, welcome. Please jump in in the comments below. Let us know where you're joining us from, your city, your state, your county, your continent, your country, wherever it is. Let me know your questions, comments, agreements, and disagreements. Now today, December 1st is the anniversary, seven year anniversary of my dad's passing. And, you know, for the first several years, it was a real tough day, uh, obviously. But you know what? I've come to change my mindset over that time in a number of ways, and we use this as a celebration. Because if you've read my book, which you can get at fivepillarsoffreedom.com, you know what my dad meant to me. So I want to talk to you about two things in regards to this. The first is gratitude, which I talk about at the beginning of every show. We already talked about here today. You see, a few weeks ago, I shared a podcast on the Freedom Club podcast and here on this show, uh, on my Wednesday morning shows, with positive psychologist, Dr. Paul Jenkins. And he issued a gratitude challenge where every day you wake up and you write 25 things for which you're grateful for, but half of those things can't just be the easy things. Oh, I'm grateful for the trees and I'm grateful for the sunshine and all that. Not that you shouldn't be grateful for those things, but half of them had to be hard things. And he shared the example of his sister-in-law passing away. How do you find gratitude in something like that? Something so heart-wrenching, something which someone else was in pain, but he did. He said, you got to reach right down in the muck and find that gratitude. You know, out of his sister-in-law's passing, he developed a relationship with his sister-in-law's daughter who came to live with him. They developed that relationship that may never have been there before. And so in the face of very painful situations and death and sickness, yes, you can find 
something to be grateful for in that situation. It takes the hard work of sitting there and thinking and visualizing it. It is hard work because you know what? It's easy to marinate in the pain. And I don't care who you are, every single person has some sort of trauma. And a lot of us like to wear that trauma as a badge of honor, but if you marinate in it, you don't use that trauma to push yourself forward, then trauma, you take a bad situation and you make it even worse. And it's so easy for us to take shitty situations and make them unbelievably hard. The hard thing is to find gratitude in these situations. So now when I think of my dad's passing, if you read my book, you know that at his wake, when these grown men got up and were crying and talking about my father. You know, my father had this incredible career working on the space program, designing fighter jets, all the electronic switches on the Boeing 777 at his wake. Not one person mentioned my dad's career. That incredible career, no one mentioned it. It was all about volunteer work, husband, father, all the things he did in his community. And that spurred a change. A change in which took several years for it to happen. I shut down my profitable seven-figure PR and ad agency, and I committed to saving the world by helping individuals fight for lives of freedom and fulfillment. That's why I get up on these Sundays. I don't always feel like doing this and coming out on the back deck on a Sunday morning and doing these live streams, but I do it because it's part of my vision. That vision was spurred on by my father's passing. He had a very long life. He lived to 83 years. But I look in that and my father's passing has spurred me to change the lives of others. And it's not about me, it's about my father. And it's about knowing that his passing spurred changes. Now, everyone in my family is going to have different experiences from my father's passing. And I urge anyone who has someone who has passed away to whom you are close, maybe they're sick right now, look for the gratitude, look for the changes. Look for, you know, you're gonna be put on a different timeline when that person passes away. And you can either use that timeline to, as a path to, again, marinating in your trauma forever, or you can use it to put you on a timeline and a new path to make changes to honor whoever passed away in your life, to, to use that pain for something better. My dad was my hero. You gotta believe, for years it sucked. December 1st sucked until I was able to find that gratitude. And sometimes it takes a little bit of passing of time. But I know I could have done it. I know I could have done the hard work to find that gratitude amidst my dad's passing years ago. It took several years for it to happen, but my dad's passing will help save lives and I'm gonna ensure that. It's up to me to decide that that's going to happen. So yes, gratitude is one lesson that I wanna share with you today on the anniversary of my dad's passing. The other lesson I want to share is this. As I mentioned earlier, one of the easiest things to do is to marinate in your bullshit, is to marinate in your pity party. My dad didn't like pity parties. He was in a lot of pain. First he had prostate cancer, he did that. The radiation fried his insides and then he went on to bladder cancer and there were some absolutely horrible days. My mom would come and tell us just, they were up all night in the bathroom, just horrible things that my father had to go through that I can't even imagine. Yet you know what? When you went to my dad and you saw him, you knew he was in pain, you knew he was embarrassed, you knew he was feeling like shit, you would ask my dad how he was feeling. And you know what? He would say one of two things. One is he'd say, fantastic. And he'd have a smile on his face. And you knew that internally he was in some tremendous pain. Or the other thing my mom reminded me, my dad would say, he said, if I'm doing, if I was doing any better, I'd be spiritual. 
You see, at the time, I thought it was just, just feel good feel goodism bullshit, right? Because it's easy to marinate in your BS and tell everyone else, well, you know what, I had a horrible day, and then give them the details of the horrible night you had. Now, it's not about feeling free to share your feelings and emotions. But you see, my dad wasn't just trying to make us feel better, which was important to him. He was trying to make himself feel better. You know, what we say to others or what we say to ourselves about ourselves is so vitally important. And my father knew instinctively that if he was in pain and we asked him how he was and he went into a half hour description of the shitty night he had and the pain he was in, he was telling his body that he was in pain and he was gonna hurt even more. Those conversations we have with ourselves and others are important because our mind hears it, the universe hears it. And when we wallow in our pain, when we marinate in our pain, when we go on social media and we complain about how overwhelmed and how stressed and how busy we are and how shitty a day we are, yeah, not only does it infect others around us, which you don't want to do, it infects ourself and we wallow in that shit. You know, I coach a lot of people who week after week will not commit to doing the hard work, the daily habits and rituals it takes to make a change. And when I say, did you hit your goals this week? They have four excuses. And I say, do you think the universe gives a shit about your excuses? Do you think the universe gave a shit if my dad wanted to complain about the pain he was in? He had every right to complain about all the pain he was in, but no, he said, I'm fantastic. He had a smile on his face and then he'd say, and how are you doing? So yeah, for the first several years, I wallowed in the pain of my father's passing. But today, as of now, December 1st, on the anniversary, we celebrate this day. It is a day of gratitude for all the things we learned from my father's passing, for spurring on change in my life to help others. The fact that I had 37 years with my father, who was my hero, I'm extremely grateful for that. But I also used a lesson that he learned. You know, the doctors gave him four to six months to live. And if you're a doctor out there, stop telling people they have four to six months to live because you know what? They actually believe it. My dad went on for two years and I am convinced. Here's the deal. Thanksgiving weekend, 2012, I had a phone call with my dad. We were on vacation and I called him and he said, guess what? The doctor said, I'm cancer-free. I'm cancer-free, that's awesome. Well, he was cancer-free. Three days later, he went into the hospital and died a few days later on December 1st, 2012. What did he die of? The chemo and the radiation had fried his kidneys, had fried his insides. I am convinced, absolutely convinced, the doctors had given him four to six months to live. He went two years. You know why he went two years? I'm convinced it was his attitude of gratitude, his attitude of when he was in pain, he'd still say he was fantastic, I'll ask you how you felt. But you know what? My dad stayed alive long enough to see my son Rocco, who's now eight years old, born. He stayed alive long enough to see his granddaughter, my niece, married. He stayed alive long enough to see my mom have her knee surgery so she wasn't in pain anymore. He stayed alive long enough to save enough money to get my mom a car so that she had a new car and he knew she was safe. And when all that was done, he was finished. His work was over. But you know what? I'm convinced that 
if he didn't have that chemo or radiation, he still would have lived that two years based on the fact that the mind is your chemist. The mind controls the body. It was the chemo and radiation that killed him in the end. I'm convinced that he would have still kept going. But you know what, it was, it was his time to pass on. And energy can neither be created nor destroyed. So my dad still lives on, if not in the physical matter. I know he is still out there and his subconscious is out there and I feel him every single day. And that's what I urge you to think about in terms of the people who have passed on in your life. But those are the lessons, just some of the lessons I've learned from my father's passing. And instead of using the anniversary to wallow in the pain and be sad and down on myself, my father would want me to kill that pity party as soon as it is started. And so I use it as an excuse for a day of gratitude and to remind myself that no matter how the shit that's going on, the bad that's going on. You can wallow in that pain. You can wallow in your trauma. You can become a victim. And becoming a victim means you turning yourself into a victim. Or you can say, just like my dad did, when, my goodness, he had bloody nights. He had painful nights. He had horrible nights. And still in the morning, you asked him, how you doing? And he'd say, I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Just a few lessons here on this anniversary of my father's passing. As I mentioned earlier, this is going to be a short live stream today because, hell, we're going to go out and we're going to celebrate my dad today. So I hope you have a wonderful day, a day, a week, a life filled with freedom and abundance. Remember, be grateful. Don't use that gratitude as an excuse for guilt and stagnation. Have a sense of forward-looking purpose. And listen, stop wallowing in your excuses. Stop wallowing in your trauma. Stop wallowing in your pain. The universe really doesn't give a shit. That may sound cold and callous, but it's up to you to decide to commit to making a positive change in your life. Mm -hmm.